DFB-Pokal hat seine eigenen Gesetze. Mm. Mm, the Cup Competition got its own laws. Welcome to RBLE Global Tracks, which is Leipzig's very first uh, RB Leipzig podcast in English, and it's brought to you by Richard and Mario. And amongst us, we are season ticket holders, passionate supporters, and really not so neutral local pundits. Both of us have been uh, following Leipzig football since our childhood days, so if you want to hear about RB Leipzig, capture the mood of the fans in the city, and maybe more importantly, If you want to go beyond numbers and statistics, you're in the right place. So we're delighted to welcome you on board. Let's go. Auf geht's, Leipziger Jungs. Well, good morning, Richard. How are you after this wonderful match versus Köln? Good morning, Mario. Um, I'm fine, very fine. I slept well one hour longer since we are back to, I don't know, we are off from daylight saving time. Hey, so, your voice yeah. is back. I'm so pleased. Your and, voice is back. And wow. my voice is back. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the show. And yeah, let's go. Today, we're going to look at yesterday's match versus FC Gölle. And we're going to be looking forward to Halloween when we meet up with uh, the German Wolves, Wolfsburg, um, in our is it second round of uh, DFB Pokal. Yesterday, match at 3.30 in the afternoon, Bundesliga match versus Köln. Completely different atmosphere um, before the game than uh, when we played Belgrade in the middle of the week. Uh, hardly any police presence. Everybody was out there in, in a light mood. It was really accident. Cologne fans mingled with uh, Leipzig supporters and tried to take the mickey out of um, RB Leipzig supporters because, you know, we don't exist. We're just clients and it's it's something they don't take us seriously. But one guy I noticed was, was a short guy with a megaphone and a Davy Selke shirt. So I'm not sure how um, seriously I can take him when he's wearing a Davy Selke shirt, but he told me that yesterday would be Davy Selke Saturday, just like every Saturday, wasn't it? Um, but I actually told him Davy Selke is in the right club with uh, FC Cologne. He's in the right club. And uh, I asked him to take good care of him. So that's what they did, I suppose. No, it was wonderful because it was back to normal. Uh, supporters, Cologne supporters, they came out in, uh, I don't know, maybe 2000, but they weren't noisy at all. So I support the hardcore diehard ultra fans boycotted us or that game. Uh, most of the times they were sitting down and the usual insults were hurled at us, uh, alle Bullen sind Schweine and stuff like that. Um, but they were even quieter than the noisy neighbors from Manchester. So take that, Kölle, Karnevalsverein. At the end of the day, the Leipzig supporters were in a really good mood. Uh, I don't know, kind of everybody seemed to be enjoying the match, seemed to be uh, feeling feeling great, having a good time. And uh, well, why wouldn't you? Because it was a wonderful game, wasn't it? One thing we noticed in the beginning when the uh, starting 11 came through, I pleasantly uh, noticed that uh, Timo Werner was starting. And I think he really deserved it, deserved that chance, uh, especially after his positive impact with the uh, at the... Uh, match versus Belgrade and he did have a good start and my key takeaway is I'm so relieved that we can score uh, from penalties again wonderful <laughs> should have gotten another one just to prove my point 
So Timo Werner took that one, converted it beautifully. And what was also very positive, he is supporting chance before he actually went up to the uh, to the spot and took the penalty. Everybody was um, shouting his name. Um, no pressure on that side. So if he, if he hadn't converted, uh, everybody would have been right and Timo Werner would have bottled it. But hopefully that gave him some support, showed him the love from the people and the team. And he scored that very important first goal. So that was that was wonderful. But Richard, um, you were sta- standing next to me yesterday. How did you see that match? What was your key observation? My key observation, my takeaway is that Marco Rosa surprised me at least with a new formation. Mm-hmm. So usually we started our games in a 4-4-2 or 4-2-2-2, so to speak. And yesterday we had a 3-4-1-2 formation. So with three center backs mm-hmm. and then four midfielders. Uh, Shafi Simmons is the, is the lonely um, link between our attackers and the midfield. And finally two attackers, um, which led to we have more, in my opinion, defense stability the whole game. Now, I find that surprising because um, a lot of people would suspect with um, Willy Orban being out in the boss of our defense and so on and everything and being really that stable factor, we would be shaky uh, in the back. So what, what, what really makes you say that we are quite stable in the back now? Marco Rosa mentioned it in that press conference before the game that he demands from 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 our players that they um, do this in Germany we say it Restverteidigung so maybe in English it's, it's rest defensive management or something like that sounds great sounds like a great job title so 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 so, so what are you doing I'm I'm a senior defensive rest manager um, <laughs> at Aubrey Leipzig at at Aubrey <laughs> what I think was clearly um, the, the the purpose behind that formation is that we have always three center backs behind the ball, and that came out to be true. So we had always uh, Lukeba, always Klosterman, and always Simakan behind the ball. So Cologne wasn't able to um, play out one counter attack, and that was our weak point, especially against Belgrade in the second half. And and not only there, also in that games against. Bayern, of course. Stuttgart. Remember yeah. Stuttgart? Mm, in the first half? Very early in the season, yeah. Mm. Same so problem. That, that yeah. gave us more stability and, and, and I'm yeah, and I'm excited if we will see this now more often. Mm. Um, and also Benny on his right side and uh, uh, Raum on his left side. I thought they felt comfortable with their roles, so being more um, able to bring in their offensive skills um, and don't be the first to to run back if, if the ball goes um, in our half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my, my key takeaway and yeah, the outcome was um, extremely well, like un- unexpected for me at least, I guess no one expected uh, 6-0. You, you cannot expect that. No. And I told our audience, uh, if there is one, if in our last I'm podcast... I'm listening. Are you listening? It's okay. okay. <laughs> you can tell me. <laughs> you and can I, share. <laughs> and, I, and I told our audience that we cannot expect from our players to work wonders, but actually they did, so I was totally wrong. Um, 
which is okay in that case. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but at the end of the day, so Cologne was surprisingly bad. Um, yeah. I, I've, I never saw them that bad the whole season. Look, they played against Dortmund, they played against Stuttgart, and they played against Leverkusen already, and never was uh, was was humiliated in that game. Mm. So, okay, they lost nil one to Dortmund, nil two to Stuttgart, and nil three to uh, Leverkusen. So the main problem is that they don't score goals. And um, before that match yesterday evening, it wasn't their problem that they're conceding so much. So maybe they got a new problem now. Um, we will see. Mm. Coming back to the expectations before the game, uh, when uh, amongst uh, uh, our neighbors and then friends, people um, predicted the score the highest I heard was 4-0. Um, I personally, I thought a 3-1 would have been fair and would have been fine. Um, but 6-0, nobody expected that. And then I think even if, you know, first half ended, we were up by 4-0. If that had been the final score, I would have been fine with that, to be honest, because uh, it, it was just the way they played and the way they controlled the game was excellent to see. However, there's one really sad news. Uh, Danny Omo came on for, well, Xavi, and Xavi was bloody amazing, wasn't he? Those two assists um, uh, that he had um, almost scored himself as well. How is this Dutch guy? Uh, how can he be stopped? It was It was really amazing. Um, I do fear that that next year we're not going to see him at Leipzig PSG. It's just going to you know keep him. But he's in the right squad. He's um, hopefully he's going to do a lot more for us. And um, he's young. Um, he's young and energetic, and I think he can still play. Now he has to play because Danny Olmo came on and got injured. Um, seems like the uh, um, shoulder has been injured, and uh, in the in the press conference. Um, Marco Rosa said, well, it's obvious that uh, there's an injury and he'll be out for a while. We don't know yet for how long. But they seem to have a plan for him to start uh, at the uh, Wolfsburg match, which we're going to talk about as well. Um, and now he is out. Um, so how did you see that, Richard? Um, it's it's hard to speculate. It's not We're not here to speculate. But I didn't really pick it up in the game when, when he was... Fouled. Um, I didn't really think that he would come away with such a serious injury. Yeah, maybe because it was we both were too far away, so we True. usually are in the stands. I wear glasses behind the, behind the goal, um, <laughs> and that foul occurred on the other side of the pitch. Um, so I didn't realize either that um, this was such an yeah, unlucky bounce to the to the ground. So uh, hopefully he will be okay sooner than later. But yeah, Marco also mentioned it. It doesn't look good. No. And we need to apologize to the Spanish national team. You know, he's out again. We're so sorry. We didn't. We weren't able to to make him match fit. <laughs> so still, uh, very positive vibes after after the match, before the match, after the match, during the match. Highly entertaining. And uh, just what a wonderful game. Even better than than the one we had versus Stuttgart early in the season. Great one. Um, nothing to add from my side, really. Uh, I just enjoyed it. How about you, Richard? Anything else? No, let's go. Let's go over to the Wolves. Well, the Wolves. Halloween's round the corner. And we don't have many traditions, but we seem to have a tradition to face Wolfsburg in the uh, DFB Pokal. Um, this time again um, in Wolfsburg, again at Halloween. I'm not sure what to think about this encounter. 
Give us, give us some hope, Richard, please. Introducing our next opponent, Der Baker Jack. Okay, so, um, yeah, we have beaten 6-0. Uh, we have beaten Cologne 6-0. So, and Wolfsburg lost to Augsburg 2-3. So, mm. we're going to drive to Wolfsburg on Tuesday. And we'll likely win 4-0 or even better. It's as simple as that, isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit like your prediction no, in not. with Bochum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like just their like defense that. is not so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, no, it's it won't be as easy as that. Yeah, um, I, I suspect I, that. Yeah. yeah, because okay, so clearly one one thing is that Wolfsburg isn't as bad as they were yesterday against Augsburg. So, yeah. Um, yeah. They lost at home against um, Leverkusen, but what they had their chances in that game. Not in my opinion that they were really able to win this encounter, but they weren't. They, they were not uh, without any chances, so they scored once. Um, so the calculation goes like this: um, If Jonas Wind scores, uh, Wolfsburg usually wins their games. So <laughs> that was true at least before that Augsburg match because he scored yesterday and they lost anyway. Um, but we have to we have to be careful of a number uh, number twenty three Jonas Wind. It's a twenty four year old Danish guy um, who's performing really strong in the box because every time he touches the ball in the box, the ball goes into the back of the net. I don't know how he does yeah. this because he has he's now eight goals into the season. Um, so he had six in <laughs> the whole last season, and he isn't new to Wolfsburg. Um, so that's kind of nice for him personally uh, that he has this improvement um, but we have to take care of him but yeah we will do this with our center backs like uh, Mo and, and Lukeba. Um we'll, we'll take care of him and make sure that he's going to be a hard night because he's going to have a hard night um, but this is not the only one who's strong at Wolfsburg at present Um mm -hmm. Be aware, and even more aware, in my opinion, number 32, Matthias Svanberg. Um, he's a very prolific um, ball handler. If he gets too much space in midfield, he will carry the ball deep into the opponent's territory and then make almost always something dangerous with it. So, okay, keep an eye on number 32, Matthias Svanberg. Um, other strong players to mention is number 11, Thiago Tomas. This mm -hmm. Portuguese guy who's usually come over the right side together with the right defender, Joachim Mele. So often he plays on that um, right defensive side. Um, but sometimes or sometimes in midfield too. Number 21, Joachim Mele is, is strong. Keep an eye on him. Um, there was a new, is a new player to Wolfsburg who came for like a gazillion million money from um, some French club. I think it's number 19, Lovo Meyer. Um, mm -hmm. is also a prolific ball handler with, with a nice um, shot from the distance. And last but not least, uh, in their defense, Maxence Lacroix. Mm. Uh, rings four, a bell. Yeah, that rings a bell because he was <laughs> somehow connected to be transferred to RBL uh, in that uh, 2021 offseason, as far mm. as I remember. Yeah. Um, he's the pillar in the Wolfsburg defense and uh, yeah if if you if you want to score goals make sure that you don't uh, try to do this against him mm. um the 
one weak point that I figured out in Wolfsburg's whole squad is the absence of their number one, Kuhn Castells. Yeah. In, in my opinion, Kuhn Castells, well, he's in Wolfsburg for like, I don't know, nine years or something like that, is extremely strong goalkeeper, one of the best in the league with an incredible amount of consistency. Mm. Uh, you can rely on him um, every game for every 90 minutes and he's got something like an abdomen inflammation as far as I could gather some information about that mm. and he didn't play yesterday against Augsburg and will likely be out um, in that encounter against RBL on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, um, but be aware, uh, you know, it's it's a camp competition. The Steve Pokal in Germany, can we I, say. Can I say that typical phrase as well? Yeah. Steve Pokal has his own rules. The camp competition got its own laws. Oh, you're um, so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different ball game. <laughs> it is. And it is somehow a bit true because there are some freak games, some freak outcomes from time to time. And sure. I guess the most of us remember that 6-1 win that we had almost um, of the, exactly four years ago today. Mm. It was the 13th October 2019. Everyone remembers that, but no one remembers how we stood in the Bundesliga at that time. Do you remember? I don't, to be honest. No, no me neither. I looked it up, <laughs> to be honest. Come uh, on, you could... <laughs> <laughs> but you could have acted like a real smart ass. <laughs> no, I know. Um, so Wolfsburg was at uh, fourth place, and I think we were seventh. And wow. We played Wolfsburg at home ten days before that cup match, and that game ended one-one. And that three days before we traveled to Wolfsburg, we lost in Freiburg, one-two, um, oh. and yeah. there was and, and nothing was like. Uh, that we could expect it's a five margin five goal margin victory there mm. no nothing um, but sometimes this, those things happen and um, do you remember that 5-0 uh, two years ago uh, from Mönchengladbach against Bayern loved it mm-hmm, loved it uh, do you know what was the outcome in the Bundesliga match before um, that game uh, for mm, don't re- no don't remember no, I don't remember <laughs> they Come lost on, tell they us. lost they lost at Hertha Berlin. Nil oh my God. And this, is, this is unforgivable to lose at Hertha BC. Go on. These are surely, this must be three points. <laughs> For everyone. For everyone. Um, yeah, really. And, they, and, and, and Bayern <laughs> was on top, obviously. And Gladbach was uh, 11th place. And wow. there was literally, literally yeah. nothing that nothing. pointed to something like a 5-0 on a Tuesday night um, against Bayern Munich. So I cannot the, uh, explain this, but sometimes yeah. those free games occur and it seems to me that these games occur in the cup competition more often than in other competitions. So be aware. That's why it makes it so interesting. But I hope, do you think it's going to happen to us? Because look, Wolfsburg is way behind us currently. Uh, we've come off a 6-0 win, beating Cologne very convincingly. We're cruising in the Champions League. Um, we're sitting, we will be sitting outside the top four, but right, you know, we, we're a little bit closer now. I think I expect Dortmund to at least draw tonight today or to beat Eintracht Frankfurt, but maybe they're surprises. So what is your gut feeling regarding our matchup with uh, Wolfsburg? 
Okay, most likely, I think we will beat Wolfsburg 3-1. That sounds convincing. So what, what makes you think that? Why are you so sure? Yeah, because um, I com- I complained I-, I complained in our earlier episodes that we score goals, but we don't create chances. But somehow that changed a bit. So we created lots of chances against Belgrade. We created lots of chances um, yesterday against Cologne. You're and, right. Um, You're right. And to me, yeah. it was very convincing how comfortable our team felt with that new formation they were put in by the gaffer. Um, so yeah, I, I I do believe that uh, this is the way to go, and mm-hmm. that we will be able to create chances as well and in our Tuesdays encounters. So that's why I think we will very likely see another convincing victory from RBL. I'm gonna give you Stefan's prediction. You know my neighbor. You know, um, hold hold on tight. He said, um, after 90 minutes, it's gonna be a one-all draw. We're going into extra time. And Abi Leipzig is going to score very early, 2-1. And then Wolfsburg is going to throw everything they have at us, including the kitchen sink. And uh, they're not going to score another goal. So it's going to be 2-1 extra time. <laughs> so there you go. You heard it here first. Very precise prediction. <laughs> we're really looking forward to that encounter. And uh, hopefully we're proceed to the next round. Um, I do like those trips to Berlin when you get uh, tickets to the cup final. And just, it's a little bit of sort of tradition and we would love to keep it up. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Anything else for the moment, Richard? So we had a quick look at... Um, oh, no, there's one thing we still have to mention. I'm so sorry. Now we introduced our next opponent, but I think it's time for Richard's starting eleven. What are your thoughts? Starting mate? eleven. You're okay. starting eleven for is it Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, for Tuesday evening. Um, okay, if I were Coach Rosa, I wouldn't change anything. I would send out that same <laughs> eleven guys who never change a winning team. Catching. <laughs> okay, this is first, but on the other hand, never change a convinced a, a team that played with so much confidence, right? Do you see any any uh, danger in uh, some of the players being overplayed and they need a rest? But not for an important game like that, I would say. I mean, I tend to agree with you now. At the moment, no. So I mm. said in our um, episode before that Cologne game that I likely will, would give Campbell a rest. So Rosa agreed with that and gave Campbell a rest. Oh, he's um, so good, isn't he? He's following your advice. He I is, like but, but he How had, much money did you get? Nothing. Well, he was a little bit shaky um, against Darmstadt and he was a little bit shaky against Belgrade too uh, mm. here and then. So I think this is um, okay to give him a rest to mm-hmm. recover himself. Um, maybe we will see Shesko from the beginning mm-hmm. um, because I think he deserves um, the, to to show what he's capable to do uh, mm-hmm. from the first whistle um, because he showed some really strong performances in that last international break and since yeah. then he only came from the bench um, so maybe this is um, a game where you can throw him in Wonderful, so really looking forward to that um, let's wrap things up we looked at uh, yesterday's 6-0 thrashing of um, FC Kölle and uh, we also look forward to our next match versus Wolfsburg and hoping to proceed to the next round. Next week, we're going to do our usual recordings around Thursday and then push it out on Thursday as well. 
just wish everybody a wonderful weekend. Thank you very much, Richard. Richard, if you want to get in touch with us, we would love to hear from you at uh, by email at talk to us at rbleglobaltracks.com. You can also find us on Twitter at rbleglobaltracks. Have a great weekend. Bye, Richard. Auf geht's, Leipziger Jungs. Thank you.